Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. This is SENZ Breakfast with Izzy and Ricardo. A big Wednesday ahead. Ricky Ponting joining us on the show uh, live from the uh, driving range. Adam Griffiths out of the Wellington Phoenix as well. Rob Wellwood for Love Racing. And Flem, is a maybe? Is a maybe still? Uh, Izzy, who's, who's dialed in on the phone? Nah, he's asleep. He's sleeping, mate. He doesn't get up early. He's <laughs> sleeping. He's sleeping like we all should be sleeping. No, no, I went and um, so so Ricky's obviously meant to be next to me, and I I spoke with him yesterday afternoon. I said, "How's your room?" And he goes, "Oh, mate, I, I, I pulled a little bit of a hissy fit, so I've moved my room to the other side." I said, "What? Am I not good enough for you over here?" <laughs> and he said, "No, no, no. I've got the wife coming, so I needed a." A big enough room to, to move it to the other side. So he's actually shifted. But I said to him, that was after, I hadn't asked him yet. And I was thinking, okay, oh no, how am I going to have, what's my in here? What's my what's my angle? Um, and then I just said, well, the reason I was asking is I was wondering if you could come on uh, come on the show this morning, tomorrow morning, and have a chat to us. Well, first of all, what time do you tee off? He tees off at 7.50. I said, well, what about 7 o'clock? And he goes, yeah, yeah, all good. I'll be on the range though, so you just have to give me a call. So, um, convince Punter to have a have a chat because we're only one day away from the test match, and there's already plenty happening in regards to that. So, Ricky Ponting, if anyone knows Australia and, and what they possess, and I don't know, he, don't know where he gets his confidence from, but he's he's got a lot of confidence in this black cap side and potentially thinks we can push them. Yeah, okay, which was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Now, just before we move on, uh, Beaver uh, has thrown you a bit of a hospital pass, I understand, and that is why you're on the phone. Can we say that? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, it's, he hasn't thrown me a hospital pass. So this kit that I've got is, is a great kit if, you, if you're on top of things. So I, I charged this iPad fully. You need it fully charged. And... Um, you know, apparently it lasts for a week. Well, it didn't last for a day, really. I got up nice and early this morning. I ch- put it on the charger. It's been on the charger for an hour, and and it's ten percent. So <laughs> it's supposed to last for a week, but do you, you turn it off when you're not it. using it? Yeah, yeah, you turn it off, bro. Oh, okay. You turn it off, right, and you right. and you don't use it. And yeah, uh, I'm just worried. I might have left the app running. So uh, the app might have drained it. Yeah, uh, so it's my fault, really. Okay, um, but right. you've got this charger in it, so you can't have it charging and using the iRig at the same time. But that's okay. 
we'll get through it and we adapt and adjust and we move forward. I've got a I've got a horrible headache at the moment today. I feel like I feel like rubbish. Now about this time last year, if you'd told me that, I would have known what's going on. But obviously, uh, you're yeah. you're pretty dry nowadays, <laughs> uh, Izzy. So what is going on? I don't know, mate. I've um I've had a killer headache for two days and my neck's quite tight. And yesterday I played the practice round and I was shanking everything and I was really bad, really bad to the extent that I was going to go get my bags and pack up and go home. It was um, it was bad. And then, but I spoke to a couple of pros last night. Dan Hillier had a good chat with him. Denzel Aramia, and um, they said, "Look, boy, it's only Tuesday." Sunny Tuesday, come Thursday, we should be right. So I'll make a few adjustments. I need to go see a physio or something, get my neck maybe adjusted because it's it's an agony at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Tee off tomorrow morning, 8.50ish, and uh, into the first round, starting on the Remarkables course, playing with Harry Bateman. He's uh, the opposition uh, that's going up against my pro, Benny Walton. So, um, yeah. Looking forward to it. So if you're not teeing off to 8.55, you can do the show tomorrow morning. Is that what you're telling me? Nah. No chance. <laughs> no it's chance. worth it. Worth it. Worth a shot. Because it's preparation. It's oh. getting up. I've got to go stretch. I've got to go warm up. I've got to go to the range, have breakfast. Don't even start. No, you've got Mitch McLennigan, mate. You're fine. Yeah, no, we'll be good. We'll be good. We'll have Mitch and uh, looking forward to having him in studio with us uh, tomorrow. Well, let's get into uh, what else we have coming up. Well, first of all, we've got to give away this $100 Adidas Golf voucher. The new Golf, uh, the new Tour 360 24 from Adidas Golf is available now at adidas.co.nz. Here is clue number one. I played union at college, but I'm a professional league player. Played union at college, but I'm a professional league player. Double eight, double three. If you think you know who that is, Adidas voucher up for grabs. We've got three clues throughout the morning for you. And the first test between the Black Caps and Australia starts tomorrow. Day one, Izzy, is sold out. Except for one last double pass that the boss found in the bottom of his desk drawer. So we've got one double pass to give away to day one of the test uh, at the uh, Basin Reserve. And uh, I think I think we need to put this up for grabs now. So again, double eight, double three, the temper bedpost text machine. Let us know who you would take, and you're in the draw. Double eight, double three. Let us know who you take, and you are in the draw. We'll announce that before nine o'clock today. Uh, that double pass, the last double pass in existence that we know of uh, for day one yeah. of the test at the basin. So get amongst round one, five. Triple threat, the three big uh, questions for the day. And on, on the cricket, uh, Neil Wagner, he's retired mm. days before the Test Series against Australia, announced it. Uh, he's going to be part of the squad for the Basin Test, but he's not in the 11. And then he's been released before the second Test in Christchurch. So I don't know what that says. What, what do you read into that, the timing of this and the, and the way they've played it out? What do I read? And so I, I read that Gary Stead's growing some kahunas and making these big decisions. And, um, you know, there's a writing on the wall for a, a few players in that squad, and he's been brave. So um, that just shows that he's looking forward to the future. And you've got a young kid like Willow Rock, um, you know, Jacob Duffy, you got Ben Sears, Lister. you got some quality seamers that have that are been chomping at the bit in New Zealand domestic cricket 
for a while. And uh, yeah, so he's looking forward. Um, yeah, it's a hell of a, a decision for Neil. It wouldn't have been easy going through that situation. You saw the raw emotion on his face mm. yesterday when he had to had to front the media and and put it all out there. It would have been a difficult um, conversation had by Gary Stead. But uh, when you when you look at his stats, and I loved his comments on in regards to you know the nature of his style of cricket. He's not the most talented and gifted athlete that we've ever seen don the whites for the black caps. But you will never ever have a more determined and uh, motivated bowler running in, bowling his 18th over and not dropping a kilometre or, or any pace and just trying his absolute hardest to get the win for that team. So, um, you know, a nice, fine career. 260 wickets in tests. Um, you know, he's he's played over 60, he's played 64 matches. His best bowling uh, for, a, for a match was 9 for 73. His best bowling innings for a, uh, one innings is 7 for 39. So, mate, um, I, I tip my hat to, to Neil because he's had to dig deep. And he's had some very fine bowlers that have always been constantly picked ahead of him. But when he's been given his chance, like you played that clip leading up to the show, up against England, you know, bowled that down the leg, so they took it away down the leg, and we, we win by two runs. Um those are the highlights that I take away, but I, I think there'll be more of these announcements coming. Pending announcements, Rick Dog. I feel. What about you? Mm, yeah, well, there's a couple that uh, look like, you know, if you look at recent form. Uh, I know we had Gary Stead on the other day, and we asked about a couple of players, and he defended them as as you would as a mm. coach. But I think there's yep. a couple that probably aren't much longer uh, for well, the test arena particularly, you know. So I think we will see more changes on that front. On that, you know, you said Neil Wagner maybe not the most talented fast bowler we ever had, but it, uh, one of the hardest working and a bloke that never gave up and his, his will to win um, was just immense. Does it remind you of anybody? Is there anybody that you played with in your time that, you know, maybe didn't get talked about, maybe didn't make the ABs or, or, or whatever, but you were like, this bloke will just give everything for the jersey every time he goes out there? Oh, it's no surprises, the, the name everyone would say. And it was great to have Isaac Boss on the, the other day talking about Marty Holler. Mm. And who blocks Marty Holler? Well, Richie McCall. Well, it's the same bloke that blocks this other bloke, Matt Todd. You know, <laughs> just someone that would die for that jersey and just would tackle all day. Look, he got a lot of little bit of recognition towards the end of his career and everyone understood the importance of Matt Todd and how good he was. But, you know, if he had an opportunity, I think he could have been one of our greatest sevens of all time. And then that's no easy saying, but, mate, just being up close to, and up front with this bloke who doesn't shy away from the hard stuff, he will tackle anything. I remember the the final against um, the Lions in Johannesburg. I think he made forty tackles, though. Wow, that's and league numbers. That's in a and that's a lot for a rugby player. Yeah, too. like you think leagueies, they make plenty. He made. It might have been forty. It might have been twenty. It might have been something like that. But it was something astronomical, totally different to what we've seen. And you're just watching him out there on the field, and we're tired because yeah, altitude. And you're like, wow, man, I'm wrecked. And he's just puffing and going for 80-odd minutes, so have to be met Todd for me. All right. Round two. On retirement, uh, kind of the opposite, Sean Johnson has said he has no plans to retire at the end of the season. 
Uh, now, I think everybody thought when he signed a year extension at the end of last season that this was going to be it, the swan song, the last hurrah. But now he said that, and I know it's easy to say that in February. He might feel different, you know, sort of in the slog in June, July, but uh, you reckon he'll go around again? Yeah, I reckon if his body's willing, if his body's fit and able to do so, for sure. Like, there's, if your mind is there and your body's following your mind, then then there's no reason to to stop doing what you love. And if the day that you you fall out of love with it is the day you should retire. He obviously loves it, and why wouldn't you love it when this kind of journey we're on with the Wars with the Warriors? Um, so yeah, look, I, I think he'll go around again. Um, if he's if he's able to do so, I, I think it's really important for the Warriors not to get fixated on Sean Johnson and and forget about the future because we know how important that role and that jersey is. So you're building some nice, bringing some um, some playmakers up through the ranks, giving them opportunities here or there that will will arise during the season. Uh, who that is, you know, there's pretty slim pickings in the seven playmaker role, but. Yeah, I think this is an important couple of years for the Warriors. Yes, Sean Johnson is our number one seven. We need to build, and hopefully he can take us to glory, but also prepare for post-Sean Johnson, because if you don't, you can get caught out, and then we'll be back to where we were about three years ago, and that wasn't very good. No, no, fair call. All right. Round three. Vegas, baby, Vegas. The NRL is in Vegas, and the teams are out for the two games that are taking place there this weekend. We've got the Sea Eagles, Manly up against the Rabbitohs. We've got Tommy Trebojevic up against Latrell Mitchell, the opposing fullbacks in that one. And then we've got the Roosters up against the Broncos. And again, uh, some pretty uh, star-studded teams. Uh, James Tedesco's Roosters taking on Reese Walsh. I mean, talk about fullbacks. All the best fullbacks uh, pretty much there over in Vegas. Who have you got winning this weekend? Oh, like you just touched on, Tommy Javoyevich is back and obviously went away and did a bit of um, ballet to work on his feet. So we'll see who tinkle twinkle toes around that uh, Las Vegas strip. Uh, you got Latrell Mitchell, uh, you got James Tedesco, and you got Bruce Walsh. Uh, if I look at, at the squads, I cannot go past the Rabbitohs. I think the Rabbitohs um, are one of the teams to beat. And uh, just a couple of question marks on Cody Walker. You know, he's had lingering doubts over his fitness due to calf injury. So whether how, how, how good he can be. Um, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go to the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs are taking on the Sea Eagles, and I'm going to get them the nod over the Sea Eagles. So I'm going to go to the Rabbitohs, and then I'm going to go to the Broncos. I think the Broncos are going to destroy the Roosters. Well, even though the Roosters absolutely uh, laid waste to the Rabbitohs on their last trial on the weekend. Yeah, I, I, don't, I just think that look at this Broncos thing. Look at them. Reese Walsh, Jesse Arthurs, Katoni Staggs. Salwin Cobo, and then they got the young Dean Mariner who's coming for Corey Oates. So Corey Oates was actually livid with that. But anyway, that's the way sport is. Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds, Corey Jensen, Billy Walters, Payne Haas, Brendan Piakura, Jordan Reke, and Paddy Kerrigan. And then you got a big bench coming off Fletcher Baker, Kobe here in Heather Hetherington. So man, I just think I look at that Broncos team, I just I think they're good, man. Mm, the Roosters, are you a believer in the Roosters, man? They've been pretty underwhelming the last couple of years. But they've got some big-name players, but 
Yeah, well, that, really step up. that's fair. That's fair. But I think they've had a really good preseason. I'm just blown away by the odds at the TAB. The, the TAB have got the Broncos head to head at a dollar fifty five, and the Roosters at two forty. I wouldn't have thought it was there was that much between the two teams because I mean, as good as that Broncos team is, you look at the um, uh, that Roosters team too. The backline, I mean, Tedesco, Daniel Tupo, Billy Smith, Joey Manu, uh, Joseph Suwali, Luke Carey, Sam Walker. It's a pretty good backline. Then you got Spencer uh, Lenu, uh, they, they brought over from uh, Penrith, Brandon Smith, Lindsay Collins, Sia Wong as well. Victor Radley's in there. I mean, it's a pretty good team. Yeah, that is nice. Lindsay Collins will be was one of my favourite players. How good was he in last year's State of Origin, man? He was a workhorse for Queensland. Um, I want to ask you this about Angus Crichton. So Angus Crichton has been um, touted to go to rugby, isn't he? Yeah. So Joseph Sawali is going to rugby. Do you reckon that's a stunt? And does that make sense to you? Well, Angus Crichton's not in the 17. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? Because, I mean, if you, you think if they're going to do that, they drop Suwali as well. But that's yeah. that's kind of cutting off your yeah. nose to spite your face, I think. While they're playing for you, you've got to play them, right? Um, mm. While you're paying mm. them. So, yeah, I, I just think that that says maybe there's a few, uh, there's been a bit of distraction. Maybe uh, because the other thing is Suwali's future has been sorted out a, a year ago. Crichton's yeah, talking yeah. about it in the last few weeks. So has his head not mm. been in the game? Maybe he's not as focused as he needed to be in preseason. Maybe that's what they're seeing. Yeah, maybe. I just think um, there's probably a little bit more going on there. Probably he's already made his, his starts and they've just given him the snub, snub which is which is interesting. He's a hell of a player. So, um, But I'm going, yeah, I'm going Bronx and I'm going the Rabbitohs. And uh, look, what would I know? I did pick a Izzy's investment last week, though. So hey, that is true. 